there, podcast fans. This is Falcon Paladin coming to you with yet another hour of the Falcon Paladin Hour. And with me, as always, is my good friend from down under. His name is Wade. Hello, Mr. Wade. How are things for you today on this blessed BlizzCon week? Ah, uh, things have been so good this week. Wondrous. So much excellent StarCraft to watch. <laughs> so much. It is the best. The best of all StarCraft to watch, actually, it turns out. Yeah, as it turns out. Woo! So yeah, I actually, I don't often catch much live StarCraft. My schedule doesn't allow for it most of the time. Um, I do end up recasting some of the games from these tournaments, and I like to be surprised, so that's another reason I don't watch much. But I did catch a bunch on Sunday. Um, turns out my Roku has a Twitch app on it, so I was able to watch Twitch on my television, oh, okay. which was nice without having to like connect my phone or my computer to it at all, so that was pretty fun. You can't see Twitch chat when you're doing that, but I feel like that's probably an upgrade in the experience. Like, no no, no insult intended towards Twitch chat, but maybe, <laughs> maybe a little one. No, it's fine. I, I mean, I watched on Twitch as well, and I just full-screened the video and paid no attention to chat. <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, we're going to talk about BuzzCon a bit here, about some of the WCS Global Finals. So if you're not interested... In hearing about that, um, we'll put a timestamp in the show notes when we stop talking about <laughs> results. I'm going to make this hard on Wade. <laughs> you are. <laughs> That's fine. not that hard. Come I, on, man. I think I can manage it. Okay, good. Excellent. It will delay the posting of the podcast by two days, though. Uh, yes, it will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where are we? We are at quarter final stage, ladies and gentlemen. And I mean, just looking back at so many, so many good series, I was able to catch, able to catch, what did I watch? I watched, oh man, Rogue versus Neeb. You just want to tackle that first? Rogue versus Neeb, yeah. Yeah, so Rogue versus <laughs> Neeb. Yep. I mean, Neeb's the great foreign hope. He's been doing super well in WCS circuit events this year. PVZ is a fairly strong matchup for him, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Oracle's pretty good. Oracle's pretty good. And then Rogue's just like, you know what? Mm, late game? No, not interested. <laughs> not interested in late game. Game number one, he goes for a crazy queen drop. He drops, I want to say, five or six queens in the natural base of Neve, and just, they wreck everything. They're amazing against the Mothership core. They're great against the probes. They're transfusing each other. They refuse to die. From adept attacks, and that was it. Like it was so, <laughs> so shocking, mm. so shocking. And then game two turns into this crazy swarm host play off of two bases. I forget what map it was. Was it Acolyte? Oh, uh, just talking about the decider match. I thought you meant the first time Neve and Rogue met. Oh no, sorry, but I'm that, talking about Cider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm confused because they met twice. Gotcha. Yeah, Chronology. it was, it was two bases off Acolyte, swarm host, and Nidus. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, as the commentators were pointing out, this was a this is a great map for this mm. because there are a couple of really good spots you could set up to threaten both of the natural, depending on where you took your natural as Protoss, I guess, but both expansions that have been taken by the Protoss at that point. And it's really hard <laughs> to deal with both of them. And Neve just spent the whole time defending and couldn't really quite get any kind of an offensive out there. And I mean, it was kind of a shellacking yeah i don't think he handled it particularly well like it took him ages to get up like a small group of oracles and then by the time he sent them across the map to like try and get 
rope to pull back a little. He was like, okay, I actually, like, they got across the map, and he's like, I need to turn them back, I'm gonna lose everything. Well, the amazing thing is, he flies directly into a group of about seven queens that Rogue has sitting there with his sixth sense that he's got. Like, the oracles could have gone anywhere else and had a much better time of it, but they flew directly into where Rogue had set up all this anti-air, and was just like, what? <laughs> and immediately turned around. It was terrifying. Some bad luck. Some super bad luck there, absolutely for sure. Uh, what was the series that you were impressed with? Innovation versus True. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that game three. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. Why don't you take us through game one? This was, what, like seven hours of StarCraft every day for three days, and I watched pretty much all of it. It's all blended together at this point. That's entirely fair. Well, let's just say that True won. True beat Innovation in game one of yes. their best of three little series there, and everybody was like, oh, this is interesting. Very interesting. But then it is innovation. It was. Yeah. Added an extra power supply and upgraded his firmware and then said, let's do this. That was it. And I think, so game, it goes to a game three. Innovation wins game two. It goes to a deciding game number three for mm. these two players. And that was one of the best ZVTs I have ever watched in my entire life. So basically what, what again, what really stuck with me is uh, True could win engagement. Mm. He could yoink all of the liberators out there he could get nice baneling hits on innovation stuff he could get rid of the vast majority of the medevacs and win it i mean not crush it right true mm. lost a lot of stuff too win it and then you'd be like okay okay he can push here but no innovation would have another giant army coming across the map at that very second his macro was out of this world crazy and never once did i feel like there was an opening for true to be like okay i won that i'm gonna push i'm gonna kill a no can't do it can't push can't kill a base innovation has another giant army coming for you because he was macroing exactly on point perfectly through the entire last four or five engagements it was it was like a it was a helpless feeling as a zerg fan to look at that and go Hmm, how do you even handle this? <laughs> I mean, try and kill him before he gets his macro completely set up. Yeah, and I mean, that's what that was, mm. is True's initial attack was a proxy Ravager, I want to say, in game number one, that just did enough damage to slow down Innovation that the follow-up killed him. Mm. But uh, that game two and game three got to that point where Innovation was just a machine and on a roll, and True just couldn't handle it. Yep. So good stuff. Good times at the WCS Global Finals. And so final quarterfinal matchups are special versus a laser. Like, good job for those two players making it up there. Two foreigners, man. Yeah. Sue versus Gumio. Mm -hmm. Your other match. Hero versus Rogue, which should be amazing. And then a TVT for the ages. Innovation versus TY. Just disgusting. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you put money on someone being in that group? Um, I may have done so, yes. I don't remember the specifics, though. Who, who was that person? I, I, I don't, wait, I don't know. I need you. I mean, can we get some stats on what you said? <laughs> <laughs> you are so good at the dad jokes. <laughs> How are you so good at those? You're not a dad. I am, <laughs> I am definitely not a dad. <laughs> we did! That did not go very well at all. Do you have anything to say? I don't. I don't. And honestly, I didn't even watch any of those matches. <laughs> which, in retrospect, I probably should have done. But my man, my Saturdays and Sundays are nuts. Well, that's fair. I just I, I put it on when I could. So, yeah, I was not even close. Not even close. Stats did well. I mean, he tried. Yeah, 
He tried four and five overall. Looks like he fought hard. Yeah, one Protoss mm. in that quarterfinal round. It's kind of always like that, isn't it? Though? Yeah, the last year, it feels like it's been that way. I mean, Stats was out, Neeb was out, and that was it. We really weren't that many total. Yeah, but Hero's been playing really well. Yeah. He hasn't lost the map. Yep, which is abjectly terrifying. So that Hero versus Rogue, you got to watch that one. Oh, yeah, I'm going to watch it all, but... All, but I mean... If you get in a car accident and the only one you can watch because you have surgery scheduled is Hero vs. Rogue, go with Hero vs. Rogue. Mm. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I don't think that made any sense. <laughs> that did not make any sense. Because <laughs> if, you, if you have surgery scheduled, you have uh -huh. to watch whatever you can watch because the surgery takes precedence, right? The surgery is going to be mm -hmm. at three. If Hero and Rogue's at four, it really doesn't matter. Yes, that's true. Right, so what, I meant... what kind of scenario is this where I don't get a choice now pick? <laughs> the scenario is in which um, if there is someone holding a knife to you and says you can only watch one of these series, and if you try to watch another one, I'll kill you, choose Hero versus Rogue. That's what I'm trying to say. Is that a better scenario? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on! How is he going to know if out. I watch any of the others? Is he going to hold a knife to my neck for the rest of time? Yeah, he's got. He's like in your house. He's got tied to a chair. <laughs> tied to a chair, pointed at my monitors. Tied to a chair. You're pointed at your monitors. And he says, "You can only watch one, and then I'm going to what? Let you go? No, no. He's gonna sit there with you for the rest of the tournament. And then what happens? Like, <laughs> and then once you've watched the one that you've chosen, and once the rest of the tournament is over, he lets you go. He doesn't care if you watch the replays or the vods. That's fine, but you can't watch it live. Why does he care if I watch it live? Because that's what. It's, that's the most important thing. Watching stuff live is really where it's at. What this really comes down to is I'm, if I had to pick one, it would be Innovation versus TY. Okay, that makes sense. You are a Terran player after all. I am. I am. And those are two of your heroes. Uh, no, Hero is my hero. hey -o. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who do you reckon is going to come out of Special and Elazor? I've been picking against Special <laughs> in this tournament, so that doesn't feel great. Also, Serral got a... And um, eliminated too. That was surprising. Mm. Um, I'm gonna have to go with special. I think I'll pick special over a laser. I just I like a laser. He's aggressive, but I've just never seen anything from him that makes me feel like this is a quarterfinals, like one of the best four players on earth ever. I've never seen that from a laser. And specials made me feel that way before. He made you feel special. He did. He made me feel like he was special. He was really good. Like watching him play. Who was it in his match against? It was him against Ty. Yeah. Oh. Straight okay. TY 2-0. So, yeah. Okay, so if if nothing else, that's your deal. That's that's what you're going to be putting your hopes on, is that, that special shows up in this matchup against the laser. Yes. Yeah, I got special moving on. Um, Sue versus Gumio. Uh, I mean, they had... You saw these. They had those little, like, player profiles mm. before some of the matches. And the Gumio one was like, everybody says he's a good player, but not great, and he's creative, but he can't really get it done when he gets on the big stage, and... That's true. That's honestly how I've seen Gumio throughout the years. But making it this far, I don't know, maybe it's a new day. Although, traditionally, Sue has to make it to the finals and lose. So, yeah. in that case, I almost have to pick Sue just on past performance. And in general, where I feel like Zerg is a better race than Terran as far as balance goes in StarCraft right now, I think that just gives Sue an edge that Gumio won't be able to overcome. I mean, who do you see out of that, Sue versus Gumio? Sue. I, I still give it to Sue. All right. Yeah. So we're agreed. Yeah. Uh, hero versus rogue. 
I really like how Rogue is playing and the way he just so kind of effortlessly handled Neeb. But at the same time, it's Hero. It's Hero. It is Hero. It's Hero. His Team Liquid page is like 47 trophies long. I mean, it's nuts. All the things he's accomplished in StarCraft 2. He's the most recent winner of the Africa GSL Super Tournament. I mean, GSL winner... Uh, Intel Extreme Master Season 8 back in 2014. He won that. 2015, he won the IEM Season uh, 9, it looks like. Casper Cup back in 2015, 2016. He's got wins. He's got major wins pretty much once a year for the last several years. Mm, yeah, so he's in both major and premier tournaments, judging by how it yeah. breaks down. Mm-hmm. So if nothing else, he's been on the big stage recently. He's come through on the big stage recently. But again, just match up. I just feel like Rogue's ZVP is real good. So I uh, I hate to do it, but I'm going to have I think I'm going to have to pick Rogue there. Can we look them up on a Ligalac and see how they're doing? Like um how they've first like going against each, each other. other? Yeah. We can do that. I think I just need to remember how to spell a Ligalac. Me neither. Let's see. I'm going to try it and Google will figure it out. I mean, it's Caligula, but put the C at the end. Right. It helps if you know how to spell Caligula. <laughs> I was like, yeah, totally. And my brain's like, let's see. Okay, got it. Caligula got rogue match history. Let's do versus. It's really helpful that rogue's in the top 10. <laughs> it's on the front page. It is. <laughs> yeah. So here's one where a hero beat rogue 3 1. Mm -hmm. Masters Coliseum playoffs. So that's a very recent result. That's like two weeks ago, Hero 3 won them. And then Rogue beat him earlier, October 1st, 4-3. So that was a very close series too. Well, I mean, not two. That was a close series, whereas Hero just kind of rolled 3-1. So, I mean, as far as recent results go, I got to give Hero the edge. I mean, as far as recent results. But again, the Zerg, it's hard. It's very hard to say. But yeah, I mean, based on that recent result, it seems like Hero kind of has Rogue's number a little bit. Rogue was able to squeak out a win, but in seven games, mm. a lot of work. All right. So what what do you say here? Um, I, I think I'd put my money on Rogue. Uh, not Rogue. I was thinking Hero. I was looking at Hero. I said Rogue. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably just give it to Hero. It's going to be close. It's going to be a good series. Like I said, the only one you should watch. <laughs> you, you keep saying that, but I'm going to watch them all. Oh, right. Right. I forgot. I forgot who I'm talking to. You're looking at someone with nothing to do on that day. By design. Yes. By design. Although, truthfully, I am much happier at the time at which these will start. Because the group stages <laughs> all started at 3 a.m. Oh, brutal. Yeah. These ones start at 6 a.m. Hooray! It still sucks, but it's not that bad. Yes. It means I can sleep in a little. Right. I'll maybe get up at like 4.30. That sounds nice. 4.30 sounds great. <laughs> of course, your sleep schedule is crazy anyway, so what are we talking about? Yeah, that's true. And then finally, the best matchup of the quarterfinals, Innovation versus TY. Two of the four horsemen. Yeah. I don't even know... I just I got nothing. I got nothing for this series. Innovation terrifying, TY terrifying. <laughs> um I mean, again, just based on what I saw from Innovation and some of the results of TY, I'd have to give it to Innovation. Just give him the nod a little bit. Mm. But I wouldn't be surprised if TY pulled it out either. 
I mean, I, I'm obviously got already got my money on innovation. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can't really back out now. No, I can't. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm like I'm gonna stick with innovation. My mind is set. Okay. We've got our picks in, so that you guys can make fun of us when we're completely wrong a week from now. I mean, we could be very, very wrong. We could be absolutely. We could get every one of these incorrect. They could all end in draws. Yep, that would be the worst. How how would they continue on if like three matches ended in a draw every time? Do they just keep playing until someone doesn't draw? I think so. Okay. I'm sure they have this written into their rules somewhere, but that would be my guess. Because someone's got to move on. It's a playoff situation. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, NFL regular season games can end in draws, right? And same thing with soccer. In perfect, like the World Cup, um, lower level matches can end in draws because whatever is just points. But when you're in a tournament bracket situation and it's win or go home, somebody has to win. Right. So you just got to keep going until somebody wins. Okay. That makes sense. I don't think we'll ever see it. Draws are just so rare as it is. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've seen a draw in a competitive match. I, I cast one between. I want to see it was Has and like Cyril or somebody like that a while ago. Okay. Turn into a draw. But I mean, that's like the only one I can think of in the last probably year of my casting. So that's a lot of games. So anyway, super rare. Don't have to worry about it. I don't think. And again, you can play this back when there are like four <laughs> draws. <laughs> Next few games. I, I don't think there'll be four draws. No, I don't either. It's very unlikely. It. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that all our StarCraft talk? You done? Um, I think so. Okay. Make a note on your notepad of when we stop talking about the BlizzCon. I can't make a note now. What? I can't make the note now because I have to edit it. The time will be different. Well, you get the general ballpark and you go looking for it, right? Or I could just take a note after I finished editing it. Or you just listen to the whole thing, which you probably do anyway. I mean, throughout the process of editing it? Yes, I do. Yeah. All right. That's easy. Easy enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I was going to ask you about this. Okay, Stranger Things. You guys have Stranger Things in Australia, right? I mean, everything in Australia is a Stranger Thing. hey oh, Man, then... you are killing it today. <laughs> you are just I, I, I think it's on the, fire. I think it's the tiredness kind of like setting in. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Um, We have Stranger Things here. Okay, yeah, I thought so. Because I was thinking, okay, so Netflix is different. Uh, yes. between two different countries, but I have to imagine that originally produced content by Netflix for Netflix doesn't, it doesn't matter what country it's being displayed in. Uh, the majority of it, I believe, yes. Because you don't, you're not wrangling licenses, you don't have to get lawyers involved, it's just, hey, it's our stuff, it's our streaming service, go. I do believe there are some stuff that gets listed as a Netflix original in some places that isn't a Netflix original elsewhere. Oh, I, that's I, interesting. I'm racking my brain trying to think of what the example was, but I was listening to another podcast and they mentioned it how, because he was from England on an American pro, uh, podcast, and he was mentioning that there's a show that they just have over there that's listed on American Netflix as a Netflix original. Oh, okay. Well, that uh, kind of throws a wrench in things. It does, but I believe I have most of the Netflix originals. Okay. So I guess the original question was Stranger Things, which you do have. I do have. I'm going to ask a question. I know what the answer is. Have you watched any of Stranger Things? Technically, yes. What? I am shocked beyond all belief. <laughs> I'm going to go with you've watched less than five minutes. No. 
Oh, man, I am just falling apart here with my predictions. Why don't you tell me your experience with Stranger Things, Wade? Maybe ten minutes. <laughs> okay. That was in the ballpark. I didn't say you were far <laughs> off. You just wanted yes or no's. All right, so 10 minutes. Was it like the first 10 minutes, or was it kind of in the middle? It was the first 10 minutes. Okay, good. And then I did fell you, asleep. I was going to say, did you immediately lose interest? No, I didn't lose interest. I just fell asleep, and I keep meaning okay. to get back to it, and it's just on my list of things. Yeah, it's a big list. My list is big, too. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, without spoiling anything, season two mm. came out over the weekend and my wife and I binged all nine episodes over three days. It was good. It was nine hours of stranger things. I loved it. Season two is so good. I think I like it better than season one. I just, the number of times I turned to my wife and said, I really love this show. Got annoying. She was like, I know you said this already <laughs> eight times, but it's just, it's just my feelings coming out, coming to the surface. It's great. So, I mean, I'm not saying I'll be super offended if you never watch any of it, but I'm recommending it. How about that? There was a long pause there. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure how to say it in a way that didn't sound insane. Uh -huh. and that's what I came up with. Mm -hmm. I will watch it. I'll watch it. I've got okay. nothing to do between, um, what's it, like four days until the rest of BlizzCon? Yep. So I think I can get it done. Okay. Sounds fair. Maybe. It's a lot. Yeah. It's going to be like 18 hours. If you go watch seasons one and two over the next few days. Uh, I, I think I can manage it. Okay, we'll talk about it. I did just watch like 21 hours of StarCraft. That's true, but you love StarCraft. And I'm not entirely sure that you're going to love Stranger Things, but hopefully you will. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. All right, good. So yeah, everybody listening to go watch Stranger Things. Just do it. Man, it was basically a national holiday. The number of Stranger Things posts I saw on Facebook and on Twitter over the weekend were just through the roof. It's basically the closest thing we have to a national holiday that's not like, you know, Christmas or the 4th of July. Had that much participation. So anyway, it's popular is what you're saying. It's popular. But then the sad thing was I came into work this morning and I was like, hey guys, Stranger Things. And they're like, no, I only watched the first episode or... Nope, haven't seen any of it. And I was like, you guys are all slackers. Every one of you. This is the only thing that I expect you guys... Okay, and Game of Thrones. I expect you to watch... <laughs> I knew that was coming. Two things. <laughs> when they air. I don't ask for much. But apparently it's too much. It's too much, Falcon. It's just too much. Too much pressure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a feeling that in like another two weeks there's going to be something else that you're like i'm not asking for much it's just this and game of just... thrones and stranger things right no seriously it's, it's the two things uh-huh two things promise it's gonna stay at two next it's oh, gonna God. be this game of thrones and the super bowl <laughs> i don't know what nope. it's gonna be people have to nope. like i hear it's popular over there oh here's how i can prove to you i'm serious okay I don't expect that of Rick and Morty. Ooh. That's how you know. Rick and Morty, you can take a couple days to watch it. I'm okay with that. But Game of Thrones and Stranger Things, no. Have you no ever taken room. a day or two to watch Rick and Morty? No. No? No. Okay. Speaking of Rick and Morty, 
Oh, okay. I'm glad you brought this up. There's yeah. a new, there's a game coming out on Steam soon, and I'm about to send you a link. Got it. Oh no! Why? Why, Wade? <laughs> I don't know. It's called Pickled Rick with two C's. Four C's. Four C's, right? <laughs> and then the title sequence is wrong. Okay, so you basically play as Pickle Rick and beat the crap out of rats, essentially. Essentially. Um, that's just, this looks like the Unreal Engine. Is that what you guys are using? Red Square Studios? Uh, probably. Probably. Yeah, if I had to guess. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is so stupid. You can open chests. It's like Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda, but you play a pickle. Play as a pickle that's wearing... Is he wearing sunglasses? He's wearing sunglasses. I mean, they had to do something to, you know get the lawyers off them like we'll make it slightly different he'll have sunglasses he'll have sunglasses there won't be any k's in his name we're golden how did you even find this every now and then i'll just go and have a look and see what's on the upcoming tab on my steam homepage. it released today on steam yeah because i saw it like a couple days ago wow all right although it just says coming soon this item is not available yet yeah so you can't even like early access it which is kind of surprising <laughs> usually <laughs> They'll take your money if you want to buy their alpha. But they do have applications for beta testing if you want. Yeah, I do see that. Beta testing applications are now on. I like how applications are in air quotes. I know, right? These are applications, guys. Every one of these comments are like, I have a high IQ. <laughs> <laughs> I played Fidget Spinner Sim before it was cool. I have a very high IQ and see the deeper meaning behind shows such as Richard and Mortimer. It would mean the world to me to be part of your journey to greatness. The thing is, you can't even tell who's trolling here, honestly. It's po like Poe's Law in full effect. You're familiar with Poe's Law, right? We talked about this? Uh, no. No. So Poe's Law is the concept. It's old. I think it was back during the time of like when satire, like written word satire was a thing. And the concept was um, like really well done satire is indistinguishable from reality. Like people who say things and believe them. Okay. So that's Poe's Law. And that's what this is. It's basically, I can't tell if this is a troll or this is somebody being absolutely serious because that's how stupid this is these days. Right. <sighs> these, are, these are great. So I looked at BC Interactive, which is the publisher. Yeah. For this. And they have Pill Cosby. Solid. Fidget Spinner Simulator. Oh, that's why that's getting brought up so much. And Vaping Simulator. Vaping Simulator? <laughs> <laughs> Fidget Spinner Simulator is 74 cents, and it's 25% off. Yeah. <laughs> so is Vaping Sim. Okay, so basically what we're saying is the Pickle Rick simulator is a huge step up from what they've done previously. Because <laughs> as far as I can tell, fidget spinning simulator is you walk around holding a fidget spinner on a hoverboard and just look at stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's all you do. Yep. Okay. There's no interaction. Let's see what vaping simulator is all about. It has multiplayer though. <laughs> You can play fidget spin with friends. You just both wander around aimlessly looking at stuff. I think it's a racing game. <laughs> <laughs> the screenshot makes it look like they're racing on a track. I, oh, 
that's fantastic. <laughs> that's very good. Uh, all right. So then vaping simulator looks like a step up actually from fidget spinner simulator. It mm. is officially a GTA style game where you run around, drive Lamborghinis, vape, and um, I guess fight stuff. It looks like they have maybe like one square block of terrain for you to explore though. Oh no, no yeah, there's more, there's definitely. more, okay. There's a couple more buildings. But it looks very small. It does. Like you're on this island and you can see the water pretty much every direction you look. That's not great. Got a bill- what is that billboard? Billboard for a sandwich. Oh, Zoe Sandwich. I have low self-esteem and daddy issues. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thank you, Sandwich. Fair enough. I mean, the graphics aren't the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> but they're not good. They're not good. They're not good. I don't even want to... Do I even want to click on Pill Cosby? <laughs> don't think you do. Oh, this one's a side-scroller. These guys are so versatile. I mean, to be fair, this is the publisher. Oh, actually, Red Square Studios, the developer. Yeah, they also made the other yeah. stuff. So it's fine. This is like Super Meat Boy, man. Yeah. Except you're Bill Cosby and you shoot pills at things to kill them. Yeah. And your life is measured in beer? Uh, yep. I, mean, I was worried this would be a lot more inappropriate than it is, actually. <laughs> yeah, so was I. That's why it exists. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that it's originally 99 cents, but there's a special promotion that 20% off, so now it's 79 cents. That's the greatest. Like, I've been waiting for the sale. You can get all three in a bundle for $1.53. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, they're also selling premium memberships to Fidget Spinner for $37. Premium membership for Fidget Spinner? What? As far as I can see, it unlocks an achievement. <laughs> <laughs> it's $37. <laughs> it's a $37 <laughs> achievement. Unlocks oh the achievement gives a premium gold-plated fidget spinner and gold-plated vape. <laughs> it's Rukut said, this is very good DLC for only $50. I guess it used to be 50 bucks. It adds so much content and story. I think the developer is being too nice. This should cost at least $150 in my book. <laughs> it, it's $49.99 and it's 25% off at the moment. Ah, that's why. There's a sale. Baxter5469 says, The gold looks so real it crashed my computer. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the trolliest video game publisher I've ever seen. I, I mean, I think um, uh, Devolver Digital, they're actually the trolliest. These guys are just kind of scammy. Uh, it's, yeah, come it's, on! It's they're a not, fifty dollar achievement. They're not fooling anybody though. Nobody's <laughs> like, I'm expecting quality for my fifty dollars. No, come on. To write everybody a, knows what they're getting into. To write a review for the fidget spin, the fifty dollar fidget spinner, you have yeah. to have bought it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And nobody's like mad about it. They know exactly <laughs> what they were getting into. They did it for the lulls. It's just trolly. Who blows $50 for the lols? People with no responsibilities and income? Uh, I suppose. Those people exist, man. Who are you talking about that's the trolliest publisher? Devolver Digital? They're oh, the, who? The, the, back when E3 was going on, I sent you a link to their um, pre-recorded announcement, like their stage. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's yeah, them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. On their web page now. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like these guys are trying to fool you. No, but the, his, the difference really is these guys will do ridiculous things, but their games are still good. Ah, okay. For instance, Devolver Digital tweeted at one point that they now had to cancel the Battlegrounds mode that was in development for a visual novel that they have. A, a, a bird dating visual novel. <laughs> of course, continue. Which is a great game, <laughs> by the way. You should play it. I mean, I've already played Hattori Boyfriend, so... You know the one. That's not true. Is that it? Uh, they didn't do the pigeon dating simulator, did they? Yeah, I think they did. No. Where's your games? No, it's not listed. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Hato Full Boyfriend. Yeah, it is. Go to... That is them? It is them. Yeah. No. Yes. Oh my gosh, it is them. It is them. Okay, you're right. Why is it on their website? It is I'm on their website. The list of... Handcraft is not the handcrafted games. Is that my problem? Uh, go to like their games and then go browse by all. Oh, all games. Okay, that's why. Just not featured. Uh, Luftrousers is a great game. I've heard good things about Mother Russia Bleeds. Oli Oli is great. Uh, Reigns is a good game. Uh, I mean, Serious Sam, I guess. Shadow Warrior games are both fantastic. Uh, Talos Principle is good. Titan Souls is good. Like, they actually publish really great games. And they're super trolly. I mean, Hatoful Boyfriend in and of itself, a pigeon high school dating simulator is just, it's like peak internet, man. It is. Did you actually play it? No, I've watched a couple of Let's Play minutes, though. I mean, that's that's fair enough. Um, yeah. If you beat, like, the game has several endings, depending on which pigeon you decide to uh, date. Date. <laughs> You, the, this is the best podcast. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Once you beat, like, unlock everyone, you can run the game through again, but it turns into a murder mystery as well. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh my I, gosh, that sounds so worth it. And you all get, like, trapped in the school and you have to figure out who the murderer is. Oh my gosh. Can't that just be the regular game? I'd rather play that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you could probably download someone's save file. Which is this game? $10? $10 is not bad. Do a Let's Play on your channel. I do. Oh my gosh, I'd get so many views. <laughs> you guys would be like, you cut back on StarCraft for this. <laughs> <laughs> you could just reply with, like, don't worry, I took out a TVT that you, you weren't going to watch anyway. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Anyway, wow. All right. So, yes, I think you're correct. Devolver Digital uh, is the most trolly, whereas... I mean, whereas the other guys, I think, are just 4chan. Yes. Embodied in a game publisher. I would agree with that. All right. Fair enough. Man, what a time. What a time to be alive in. Where we have to debate what the most trolly video game publisher is. I mean, okay, look, Devolver have a game called Hashtag Selfie Tennis. Who does? Oh, Devolver does? Yeah. That sounds exciting. Where's that one? Uh, Browse by all games at the very top left. Yep. And then sports? Is there a sports section? Uh, yeah, there is. Golf for work groups and then the two Oli Oli games. Oh, golf for work groups. That's fantastic. That's a great name for a game. Ah, this is amazing. This rabbit hole is a good one. Oh, they did the Talos Principle. Mm. That got some serious love. It's a good game. I played it. That's why. Mm -hmm. It's a good game. Got some love for it. 
Mm-hmm. They have a lot of games. They have the Serious Sam franchise. That's interesting. Do they have it, or are they the original creators of Serious Sam? Uh, well, they're a publisher, so I don't think... Oh, okay. That's right. So, I mean, Serious Sam dates back to, according to the Wikipedia, 2001. Mm. Um, publishes... They're not the original, because it was like 2K, Gotham Games, Gathering of Developers, and Devolver Digital aren't listed as a developer. Gotcha. So it hasn't been them the whole time, but they picked it up at some point. Fair enough. They, they picked it up. And they recently put out the... It was the Serious Sam VR. Ah, okay. Serious Sam in VR. I don't really know what it is. Right. I think it's what they call a stupor. A stupor? Yeah, stupor. It's where you stand there and shoot things. Like it's stand to shoot shooter. Stand shooter. <laughs> you don't move around at all? Well, no, because the VR can't track movement very well. Like, uh, if, if you have a Vive, that can do room scale, but the Oculus is kind of more of a just stand or sit and yeah. play. Yeah. Yep. So they call it a stupor. I've never heard that term, but I like it a lot. I don't think it's catching on. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. I don't have much experience with VR. Uh, we have a monthly gaming night at my work, and one of the guys that I work with used to bring <laughs> bring their entire system to the office like all of it the entire setup and we'd play but then he got fired so (laughs) he doesn't come anymore and that's pretty much it (laughs) do do i want to ask what he got fired for i don't know they don't tell us yeah that's fair i mean that's general policy i think in most workplaces they don't announce the reasons for termination but and in fact if they can spin it as a resignation they'll do that so yes they will do that yeah they will you your company has a monthly gaming night? Yeah, I actually organized it. Oh, wow. Tell me yep. more. So, one day, I said to myself, Self, we need a gaming night. A lot of us here play games. And so I talked to my boss, and he said, that's a great idea. And then talked to IT, and they said, that's a great idea. And then the higher-up said, that's fine, we'll even fund it. So, we get pizza, or, you know, get sandwiches, a bunch of snacks and stuff, too. And then play stuff. There's a corner where people play Magic the Gathering. There's a corner for just board games. Uh, like, for example, Settlers of Catan. Or what's some other board games I've been playing? Ticket to Ride and stuff like that. You know how that works. Sure. And then there's uh, an Xbox that they purchased that we play. Mostly Rock Band on that one. That's a lot of fun. And then a bunch of PCs that aren't great PCs. But we play Left 4 Dead. We play Heroes of the Storm. We play StarCraft. We play a bunch of stuff. And it's great. It's a good time. Doesn't it sound amazing? It does. I want to come work with you now. I know, right? way better than working anywhere else. (laughs) We'll get you a work visa. Come on over. (laughs) Yeah. Come do this entry-level job that we need to import Australians to do. I mean, you can probably do tech support, right? Uh, Maybe. Sure. There's training. It's not like they just throw you on the phones. It wouldn't surprise me if they did. They don't. I know how this works. It's actually maybe a bit of overload. I mean, there's a whole, whole training program for it that I've looked over and I'm like, this is a lot. It's like, welcome to our company. Here's 87 pages of material to go over and some videos. And it's like, well, at least you're prepared, kind of. Well, yeah. I mean, I think getting a work visa and then finding a place to live and then getting a passport. and That's a lot of work to go for a gaming night. It really is. I think what needs to happen is you should set up your own gaming night at the bakery. Uh, well, that doesn't work because we work <laughs> at night. And we can't oh. play video games during the day because the customers are there and they'd complain. Oh, um, 
Yeah, that kind of shuts down all the options, doesn't it? That, and I'm the only person who plays video games at my work. More obstacles, yes. You, you see the issues I face daily. <laughs> I see several issues, and they're all bad ones. Oh, it's awful. It, it is, is so awful. bad. <sighs> all right. So, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's gaming night. It was actually pretty sad. Usually we get upwards of, like, 40, 50 people there, but this time we had, like, 12. Ooh. And it was just a combination of some people had family issues and some people um, were out of town at some conference we had. And then a bunch of people were just, they'd rather sit at home and play Destiny 2 than play with us. And I was so insulted. Like, you guys, come on. It's, you could play Destiny whenever you want. You're not even, you're not even going. And I was so mad. So mad. For Destiny, of all things. And how dare people just play Destiny 2? People who how play dare? Destiny 2 are just the worst. <sighs> they really are. And it's in my Battle.net launcher and it glows. Have you noticed that? Mm, well, not really. I haven't Lies. noticed that it glows. Lies. No, because it's I don't leave my Battle.net launcher open while I'm playing Destiny 2. I mean... <coughs> I, mean... <laughs> I knew it! We've talked about this. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, it's not glowing anymore. Maybe the launch is up and they're like, well, if you're going to buy it, you probably would have. We'll stop glowing now. I mean, that's nice of them, I suppose. You can't even get rid of it. I wish I could get rid of it. I would. Why? Because it's not a Blizzard game. It's an Activision game. Battle.net launcher is for Blizzard games. Battle.net and Activision are the same company. So? Activision games are not Blizzard games. You can agree with me on that one. I can, but I'm just glad okay. that they're seeing more games come to the service. Right? That... Right, I don't want to see it turn into Steam, but I don't think... Like, I don't want it to become associated with just, like, Hearthstone. Starcraft, Hearthstone, World of Warcraft, Heroes of the Storm, Diablo, Overwatch, come on! I know the good... I know the other games are there, right? Yeah. But how many of the games there now have, like, microtransactions and things like that? I don't want to see the platform just become surrounded by the negative aspects of the games. Okay. And I think... Destiny is a half step in the right direction at the very least. Are there microtransactions in Destiny? Cosmetic ones. So it's no okay. real... Well, okay. Hats. Mm, sort of. You can get very minor uh, like buffs, but you can get them way easier than paying for it. Like The process it takes to pay for something is actually longer than it takes to just make the thing that you get. <laughs> so it's Stupid to buy it is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm yes, but it still comes with all the hats, right? Um, right. Okay. Yeah, and shaders and stuff like that. Fair enough. And while we're here, why don't you give us your review of Destiny Two and how it compares to Destiny One? Anyone who told you that the Destiny Two story was better than Destiny One, technically right. <laughs> it is better. But it's like point zero one percent better. It's still bad. Uh, it's not great. Is there a disinterested voice actor this time around? <laughs> okay, two, two things. <laughs> no, there isn't. Okay, Secondly, good. that disinterested voice actor was hilarious, and I really wish they'd <laughs> give him back. Because <laughs> having a character that seemed so unenthused in the plot made me relate to him. I mean, it's Peter Dinklage. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I... Yeah, okay. 
So you enjoyed his disinterested yeah, I, I performance. Yeah, I just felt like this immortal little glowing orb thingy that was following me around everywhere and could disappear inside my skin was just so absolutely unimpressed by everything I was doing. It's like, okay, come on, let's get this going. Stand here while I hack. <laughs> I love that they just replaced it with Nolan North eventually. They're like, you know what? Back to the standard. Nolan, you available for a couple days? Sure. But the gameplay is basically the same. Mm. And, All right. I mean, the story is better, and there are bits that are good to it. Uh, like, there are interesting characters. They gave the characters that they already had kind of bigger roles, rather than just being like, hey, we're going to talk on the phone a lot. Yeah. I mean, you still do talk on the phone a lot, but... <laughs> you, you still feel like a teenage girl in the 80s a little bit. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> Not that I know what it's like to be a teenage girl or live in the 80s. You've seen movies. Yes. Okay, good. That's Spe all I need. Speaking of which, I saw Thor. Oh, you did. Mm, I did. Ah, stupid overseas release earlier than... I'll stop grumbling. Is it not out yet? No. Marvel oh. is really, really dissing on America recently. It's because they know we'll watch it anyway. That's the problem. I mean, that makes sense. They're right. Mm. Uh, yeah. So the story is better but still not good a prime example of this the game basically says hey destiny one you're all kind of immortal and there's a guy who goes like how do i stop you guys from being immortal and then that's the basically the plot of destiny 2 he figures out how to uh. make take away your immortality and then five cool. minutes later you get your immortality back oh <clears throat> except it's just you and oh yeah like so all the other characters uh, they're still mortal, so they're, like, all scattered to the wind, and you have to go and, like, recollect them. But they all treated it as if just you are the, have gotten your powers back, and there are no other players running around as well doing all the same stuff. Because the idea is, alright, we'll gather everyone up, and we'll relaunch counterattacks to take back our stuff. Except who are you launching a counterattack with? The, like, NPCs and, oh, all the other players, right, who are also right. now immortal. But oh. They, but they, they're like, there's characters who like throw fits being like, what's the point of launching a counterattack if you're the only one that would survive? It's like, no, we'd all survive. Go and touch this rock. I did it. You can do it too. It's literally touching a rock, you guys. It is basically that. <laughs> hmm. So what you're saying is, if you're playing this for story... Don't. Don't play this for a story. Every now and then, every, like, few missions, I'll do, like, a cutscene where you see, like, what the bad guys are doing. Like, the main Ooh, bad guys. Yeah, those are fun. Which is... No. Um, <laughs> they're really just there to remind... Like, to try and hide the fact that between the, like, opening cutscene and when you finally fight the boss, you never interact with him at all. That like, sucks. Yeah. It's, it's awful. And they try to hide that, and it just doesn't work. Because he's a masked character. He looks like a giant mole rat version of Bane. <laughs> Hang on. Mole rat version of Bane. Okay. I need this in my life, apparently, right before I go to bed. <laughs> it's not scary, because if it was scary, it might actually be good. Um... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Is this supposed to strike fear in your heart? <laughs> Theoretically. Uh, all right. 
Dominus Gaul. So the cutscenes that they give with him are basically him talking to his like second in command guy. Oh no. Uh, mm-hmm. who, yeah, who I can't remember what his name is. Uh never mind. Let's just forget what he's <laughs> not worried about it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not super concerned. But this guy is masked. And he captured a guy called the Speaker for the Traveler. The Traveler is the giant orb in Destiny, if you've ever seen that. Haven't, but sure. Okay, so a ba- uh, uh, little lore info. Um, a couple hundred years ago, a giant orb came out of nowhere from the dark space called the Traveler. And basically brought humanity into a golden age where we traveled to Mars, colonized it, Venus. They and uplifted us. Yeah, mm-hmm. human lifespan tripled. We had amazing technology booms, stuff like this. Classic. Mm-hmm. And then basically, it brought its enemies with us with it. Like oh, they just course. kind of followed it, and were like, yeah. "Hey, you've got great tech. Guess what? We're scavengers. We'd like great tech." And the traveler died, but in its last moment, it created the ghosts, voiced by Peter Dinklage. Yep. And they can go around and find the people chosen to wield the traveler's light, and that's what a guardian is. So this guy basically is like, hey, how do I stop the Guardians from being immortal? He basically wraps up the Traveler, this giant floating orb, in a like a cage. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and for whatever reason, that works. Okay. <laughs> they don't try to explain it any better than that. It's just for whatever reason this works. It's essentially, okay, we've developed some sort of a cage that can block the light. Sure. All right. It's like, okay, whatever. Faraday cage. So you've taken everyone who's immortal and made them mortal. Okay, that's interesting. Wait, why are you now interjecting another plot where he has a spaceship that can destroy our sun? What is the point of this? Mm-hmm. They, they basically bring in a star killer base from Star Wars. Right. And be like, hey, we're also going to destroy your sun. Because lol. Because we're super bored. Mm-hmm. But he kidnaps the guy called the Speaker for the Traveler, who is also another masked character. So, so like, every other cutscene is them trying to talk, and it's supposed to be really impactful, but it's two masked characters talking to each other while one's in change. It's like, this guy doesn't look scary. He doesn't look intimidating. This guy, I can't... He's, like, a hooded, cloaked masked man you've got in change. I can't... Like, there's nothing being conveyed here. No. It's impossible to get any read on someone where you can't see them. Hmm. So that's that's a that's a miss, is what you're saying. Basically, all the cutscenes fall flat. The characters are super two dimensional still, but shooting things is really fun. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what they're they're relying on is the shooting things is fun concept. <clears throat> all right. Well, I'm never getting it. Not that I was anyway, but that's fair. If you want to play something that's very similar, just play Warframe. It's free. Uh, that's true. I have heard good things. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I don't think we have enough time to get into that as well. Uh, no, we don't. We don't. What, what's our time right now? Oh, yeah. Looks good. Mm. Looking good. So we can, I guess we could talk about Thor next time. I'll try to see it. How about that? I'll try to see it before we meet again. You need to be careful. Do they play trailers before movies at cinemas? Yes, but I just show up 25 minutes late and it works out. Okay. <laughs> we, we showed up 10 minutes late to the movie. 
Uh-huh. Not and enough. Had, and they, no, no, no. And they hadn't even started playing trailers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not enough time. You got to go 20, 25. Yeah. I it mean, sucks. To be fair, I've, I've already seen the Star Wars trailer. But, I mean, right. you should just be careful. Is what I'm saying. There have been situations where I've put my head between my legs, covered my ears, and hummed to myself during trailers. <laughs> I bet I'm that not too proud. Not too proud to admit that. <laughs> uh, I bet you get some odd looks in the theater. <laughs> it's dark. Nobody's paying attention. It's real loud, too. D- does your wife slowly move seats and be like, I, I don't know that man? She laughs at me. Because her the way she does, she absorbs fiction as she actually will skip to the end if she can and see if it's worth consuming. Uh, like she'll read the, like the last chapter of a book before reading yeah. the whole thing. Oh, God. I know. I don't know how she does it, but she does. So I'm assuming there's a reason why you married this woman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Many reasons. Her attitude towards spoilers is not one of them. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, unless there's anything else, should we wrap this up, Wade? Uh, do you have anything to say about the NFL? Ooh, I almost forgot NFL minute. Good thing you're here. It's my job. Good thing you are here. All right. Count me down. All right. Three, two, <clears throat> one, go. More parody in the NFL this week. Are we surprised? We are not surprised at all. I mean, basically, the bad teams are the bad teams, which is fair. The 49ers are horrifically bad. Obviously, the Cardinals are bad since they lost their quarterback. As we discussed last week, the Chiefs did beat up on the Broncos. That game just finished up, so the Chiefs might be back on top of things, although the Broncos are probably among those bad teams as well. Honestly, I can't pick anybody to go for the Super Bowl. The Bills have five wins. They beat up on the Raiders 34-14 to yesterday, which is nuts. I just don't believe in them when it comes to the playoffs. The Falcons beat the Jets, which is to be expected. Saints beat the Bears. I mean, again, the bad teams are the bad teams. If I had to pick a Super Bowl, though, I'd definitely put the Chiefs in there. And then I just can't pick a second team right now. It's going to be somebody who's bad, like a 2015 Giants team that's real bad, but somehow they squeak into the playoffs anyway, mostly through luck and some good defense. And it's going to be an interesting Super Bowl, to be sure, when we get there this January or February. Not entirely sure when it is scheduled to be played. Bam! That was good. That was a good one. I'm very proud of that. I was feeling it. I was feeling the time in my bones. That's good. I'm glad. Mm Mm-hmm. So, hold on. You don't know when the Super Bowl is? It can be late January or early February. The date changes year to year. Oh, okay. I mean, it's right around the same time, but I'm sure there's a date already. Let's find it. Super Bowl 51 is scheduled. No, that's 52 next year. I'm dumb. Super Bowl 52. Maybe there's not a date. Could be wrong. <laughs> the best part of this podcast is people Googling things. I mean, that's the best part of every podcast. It's really true. And, uh, February 4th. Okay, good. Okay. February 4th, 2018. It's going to be a weird one. Just going to tell you that. going to be a weird Super Bowl. All right, so with the NFL Minute out of the way and nothing else from me, mm, one done. more check with Wade. We're done. Okay, let's wrap this thing up. Please check us out on Patreon. Please check out our T-shirts and hoodies and mugs that are available for the podcast. Supporting the pod is something that we'd appreciate and love very, very much. And until next time, as always, thank you so much for listening and you take care of yourself. 
Once we thought that we'll stay young And these bodies never gold But when I opened up my eyes I said Grow old with me Will you age here by my side And stay beautiful for life I'll fade away in the darkness And leave me here This world is a cold place without 